0: Hello. Welcome to Offside Traps, this is a football podcast for the difference, we've got uh, three football uh, fans and one non-football fan and uh, the idea is that me, the non-football fan, is learning more about football uh, every week um, with the aim of, I suppose ultimately, becoming a, a bona fide fan, um, particularly of one team, that's the, that's the ultimate aim, right now I've got about 5 to 7 to 10 uh, teams that I probably support and, that d- and don't really follow. We've got a jam packed podcast for you today, um, but not a jam packed uh, turnout. We've got um, Dan Fox.
1: Hello. We've got Flan. Hello.
0: Meps. Unfortunately, Meps is not with us today, uh, because, well, he'll be able to explain that. Um, He's sent us a little recording this evening, um, so let's just listen to that.
2: Hello, it's Meps here. Um, just leaving a little message to say apologies for not being there tonight. I don't have any relevant excuse, like, you know, being on holiday in Italy, like Maeve did, or, or the birth of my second son, like Flan. To be completely honest, I just I just forgot we were doing it and made other plans. But um, it is what it is. Anyway, not much for me to discuss uh, tonight. Um, obviously, Man United played Liverpool on Sunday. Played much better. Um, frustrating because I don't know why we couldn't perform like that every week. I don't see why it has to wait until we play one of our biggest rivals. Uh, to play like that, but um, still, it was it was a, a step in the right direction with the performance. I don't think, contrary to to Klopp's comments, I don't think we did just defend all game. I think we actually compared compared to more recent games, um, we actually attacked quite a lot. And um, you know, you're playing one of the best, most attacking teams in Europe, so you do have to defend to an extent. Uh, in terms of the goals and the VAR decisions, it'll be interesting to see what. Uh, the other the other lads think but to be completely honest I I, and in, not in a in a biased way but I don't think it was a foul on Origi for the first goal I think he went down remnants of uh, or memories of um, when uh, Taylor for Newcastle uh, went down uh, when he handled the line handled the ball on the line sorry uh, to uh, to give away a penalty and it it, it it looked like he'd just been completely taken out it was it was, uh, it was similar to that, and um, yeah, I don't think there was much. I don't think there was much contact. I think um, went down very theatrically, which which meant that it was, you know, it wasn't wasn't given for them, and and obviously the ball then had to go completely up the other end of the pitch and score. So um, yeah, I don't think that would have been a fair disallowed goal. Obviously, for the other one. The ball clearly hit Mane's arm, which assisted in controlling it into his path for scoring the goal. So probably a fair reason to disallow it. So probably a fair result in the M1-0, but frustrating nonetheless. But yeah, it would be interesting to hear what the guys think about the two VAR decisions and how VAR is doing, you know, now it's in the Premiership. Uh, In other news, nothing else really exciting, but uh, I did go to the new Spurs stadium or the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium Uh, week before last to see an NFL game Um, and to be completely honest the the stadium was was unbelievable Um, I've been fortunate enough to go to a lot of stadiums around the world and uh, in terms of yeah in terms of the the structure of it and the and everything it has on offer there it's it's up there it's up there with some of the best and I, I think the football's not going too well for them at the moment, but uh, yeah, they've got a, they've got a fantastic stadium to be playing in going forward. So, again, be interested to hear what the guys think. I imagine flan has got a few uh, a few comments on that, but uh, but yeah, that was that was it from me. I'll um, I'll see see you all next time, and uh, I'll leave it in the in the trusty hands of the other guys. So yeah, thanks very much. Bye. Well, that
0: was that was a good analysis of the Liverpool-Man U match earlier this week
1: most salient thing we've ever had on the, uh, the podcast. Leeds bloody
0: hates Liverpool, doesn't
1: he? I mean, I want to talk about the Liverpool Man United, but first I want to point out that during his uh, analysis of the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, he seemed to completely forget that we've renamed it the Bobby Buckle Stadium. Exactly. Can't <laughs> believe he's missed that. I was thinking exactly <laughs> the same thing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we'll have to. Maybe that deserves a forfeit, chaps.
1: Well, I mean, I, mean, I think you're right. Somehow missing the uh, the pod recording because he's on just on a night out is probably that's might be nice reason enough.
3: <coughs> <laughs> so Dave's forfeit was to um, call his wife the first name uh, the name of the first goal scorer in one of a few internationals from over the weekend. Or from from last week, so maybe we should do something similar for uh, for old MEPS. What do you guys think? I mean, yeah, I, yeah I, agree. I agree. Very very much
1: in agreement. But first, I think I'd quite like to hear how that went uh, with uh, with you, Dave.
0: Well, guys, I did it. It was it was it was really funny, and Sue's had no clue. And um, I mean, what was the chap's name? It was Miles.
1: Mark, Mark Vales, wasn't it? Mark Vales Rodriguez? That's, that's,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I went downstairs and I was recording it. And, um, and I said, I came because was doing some stuff with her, just making some jewelry. I came up behind her and said, Hey, Mark, how's it going? And she was like, What? <laughs> and then I said, Mark Vales, love you lots. Good work. <laughs> Good work with the jewelry. And then she turned around and she was like, Why are you calling me Mark? Um, and I, and I was videoing all of this and it was really funny. And and I know I recorded it because I played it back to her. But as it happened, um, I must have somehow deleted the video because I couldn't find it the next day when I wanted to forward it to you guys. Um, so I know it sounds like a case of the dog ate my homework, but I, I really did it. I, I, I genuinely did it. I just I've got no evidence of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, That's... I mean, it's the worst excuse I've ever heard in my entire... <laughs> life. I genuinely did it. I think
0: I, I just accidentally deleted it. I was so annoyed at myself. Um, and I, I did think about doing it again. I know I mentioned to you guys that I deleted the video and I was going to do it again, but then I thought the surprise element would have been lost. Um, <laughs> so I thought there's no point recre- trying to recreate something when the whole surprise... Uh, the whole shop value would have been lost. So um I thought I don't want to ruin that piece of art by doing a, 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 a poor imitation. See so you,
3: so so you got that. nothing, Dave. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> no but no, 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 I did
0: it. I actually did it. Genuinely. Truth. Trust. Unbelievable. I'm sure, I'm sure,
1: no, sure. <laughs> now Dave, you're a you're a law man. How would <laughs> how would this stand up in a court? <coughs>
0: well I mean I think Because I've got Susie as a witness. And I think usually in cases it's beyond reasonable. No, it's on the balance of probabilities. uh, Beyond reasonable doubt is the criminal standard proof is a higher bar, but the civil standard proof is a bit lower. And so on the balance of probabilities, if you you talk to Susie and talk to me, we'd both say that I did it. There's no other witnesses to say I didn't do it. So,
1: (laughs) balance. I mean, I think we can both agree this would be a criminal case at this point.
0: okay well we need to find 12 people who (laughs) uh who who can judge me um and uh decide you uh, got
3: you got two people judging you right here let me tell you that
0: (laughs) (laughs) no seriously i did it and i I could tell you exactly when it was it was well it was the saturday after we decided to do it. i can't remember the date but um and and susie would most definitely Um...
1: Your story's changed from I can tell you exactly when, hasn't it? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: but I, I told you, I, I told you in words, I, I recreated it in, in vocally. Just there's no pictorial video evidence.
3: Of it, I, I don't know, Dan,
1: what do you think? I mean, I can't say I'm not disappointed. I am disappointed. Hey, <laughs>
0: I, was, I was so pissed off when I, delete, when I found I deleted the video. <laughs> it's, it's, ugh, I never do stuff like that.
3: I wonder if we need to roll it over, Dan i think
1: i think i think uh i think both you and meps uh need a forfeit meps for not being here you for not just not doing your homework
0: you know, at I, all I, no, I, that's incorrect i did
1: well, i'm sorry you for not presenting any homework yeah. uh which was very much a stipulation of your forfeit uh and so i feel like you should both have the same forfeit the same forfeit again essentially first goal scorer on Saturday, uh, you can both try and t- to slip the, the name of the first Premier League goal scorer on Saturday uh, as, a, as a pet name for your wife's wives.
0: Well, Mep should do it for a Liverpool player because he hates Liverpool
1: so much. <laughs> I mean, that, that, is, that, is, that is good.
3: I don't know about you, Dan. I'm tempted to implement a second on Dave. And um, I, I wonder if maybe you should eat Nothing but football food for a day, and then present that to us. Present his uh, consumption. That well, is I, good. Yeah, uh,
1: I'll. Um... Do you think you could uh, just live on the food supplied by a stadium for a day, too? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I am going to a gig on Saturday, so and, um, yeah. So they'll sell food, and that'll be football stadium type grub, I suppose. Quality.
3: So we've got to double down. you got you got both of those challenges there, Dave. That's thought I've got to do both of them.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Okay, all right. And this time,
0: I, uh, I'll try and, record. try and record them.
1: Yeah. Well, apparently, try and record it and not delete <laughs> it accidentally.
0: <laughs> Seriously, I, I did record it. It just disappeared. It just...
1: Well, well, we'll never know, will we? So... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> there's there's your challenges uh david <laughs>
3: there we right are. okay
0: so challenges sorted um now how about a, a football update a team update from you guys
3: well dan what i'd like to do here mm. um, go on um to lead into this do you remember i blew our uh our budget on special effects last week with that Echo <laughs> Machine. <laughs> I do. I do remember that. So what I'd like to do here before we go into this is to just play this audio from the last podcast. Echo Machine activated. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How are you, Fox? Anyone? I
1: no particularly dislike. Uh he's you know, doing really badly and uh, no one will miss. Stoke. The, my my words back to haunt me. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry. <laughs> the ghost of Tony Fulis came in the night and showed me the mistakes I'd made, and then punished me with a crushing two 0 defeat away at Stoke.
0: <laughs> oh no, Dan. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, there's nothing I can say. I'm very disappointed. They are rock bottom of the league. Uh, although, in retrospect, I was being a bit cocky because I don't think Fulham have won away at, at uh, Stoke for something like 10 games now. So, it was maybe maybe I'd got ahead of myself with my criticism of Stoke. But, uh, as we record this, Fulham have just beaten Luton 3-2. So, uh, mitrovic hat-trick, putting us, I think, safely up to sick i'm going to say i'm not sure you know i'll check what that actually was at the final score but uh yeah it's not it's been a mixed week for fulham <laughs> uh i didn't i didn't see the defeat to stoke coming um stoke who are off the bottom now uh on goal difference so they're welcome uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <coughs> It's a, it's a funny it's a funny yeah. There's um there's only four points between uh, West Brom in first and Swan well, I mean there's there's about five teams who are on twenty-two points. Swansea's on uh in ninth are on twenty-two points. Uh so it's all, it's all to play for, it's all very uh compact still. And you know, it's the way of the championship that if you lose on Saturday, you'll be playing again midweek and, you know, maybe you'll have a chance to beat Luton, who are also fairly dreadful, but I can say that I can say that safely now because we managed to score, <laughs> squeeze squeeze past 3-2, despite being 3-1 up at one point uh, Yeah, and Fulham are still uh, pleas- pleasantly inconsistent <laughs> uh, um, but seem to be able to score goals at least. At least at home they can score goals. So yeah, a hat trick for Mitrovic, I think, firmly makes him high top scorer in the championship at the moment.
3: Oh wow. <clears throat> He's, yeah, he did he did well to hang on to him, I think. He's uh, not any of that, didn't he sign a new contract? Am I right
1: yeah, there? yeah, he did. Him and and Tom Kenny both signed new contracts in the summer, which was uh you know, it's it's a bit of a uh, of uh, Arsen Wengerism to be like that's it's like two new signings, but it was a big deal to, to to keep them locked down because I think everyone had assumed that we would need to find replacements for you know, our two best players historically, even if Kenny didn't quite perform last season. Uh and we managed to keep them. So yeah, I'm still optimistic. Yeah. If if only because everyone seems everyone else seems to be as inconsistent as Fulham. I mean, uh West Brom, uh, top of the league, uh, but they only managed to draw with uh, Barnsley yesterday. So, Barnsley, who are, I think, joint bottom, who might be bottom now, actually. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah.
3: So. <coughs> well,
1: that's one of my teams, isn't it, Barnsley? No,
0: Burnley's Burnley one of my teams. I, Burnley. Burnley. Oh,
1: Barns- oh. I think you, you only learned that Barnsley existed as a place the other day. <laughs> On the last
3: episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll add it. We'll add it to the list. Barnsley. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a tough league, isn't it?
1: But <clears throat> it's uh, it's definitely it's a cliche, but everyone can beat everyone in the championship, and the matches come so quickly that it's really uh, you get these big swings based on like little runs of form, and uh, it's yeah, it's very entertaining. It's kind of it feels completely different to um, the Premiership, where I mean, if you're a Fulham lush in the Premiership, you could safely say you're going to lose every week. But uh, you know, it feels like normally you can more or less predict what's happening in the Premiership, uh, Premier League, but yeah. in the Championship, not so much. It's definitely it's definitely tougher. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't have an echo machine
3: uh, plan. <laughs> But uh, how would you say Arsenal's week has been? Yes. Well, like you said, um, you can predict uh, what's going to happen in the Premier League and Arsenal against Sheffield United was very predictable, I thought. <laughs> it was a Monday night after an international break, um, heading up north to Sheffield. And, yeah, Arsenal just didn't turn up. And... It's been coming, that sort of result, because Arsenal, you know, they've been, I said in the last episode, we were third at the time, and we were not playing especially well, but just seemed to be not losing, picking up wins here and there, draws here and there, Um, and there was a quite embarrassing defeat around the corner somewhere. And I had a feeling Sheffield United might be it, because um, having watched them this season they've been you know really well organised and they worked very hard and um yeah I think on balance they deserve the result. Um Emery is really making some very questionable decisions with regards to the line up at the moment. Um like Ozil isn't even in the squad. Um, and you've got a striker like Yang who was just starved of, you know, <clears throat> starved of opportunities. Just spent £72 million on a winger called uh, Pep. Um, and you just feel someone like Ozil would be able to feed those guys a lot better than, you know, our, our current midfield offering. Mm. Um, yeah, so, I don't know it is a bit bit of a depressing result really but <laughs> i did i did see uh a stat that
1: <coughs> sorry emery's first 45 games in charge are uh, his stats are slightly worse than Wenger's last 45 games in charge
3: yeah
1: uh which is i mean obviously disappointing but especially at times i think Emery seems to have looked like he's, you know, has a plan, or he's like changing yeah. the team in a way that's going to make them more effective, or or uh, tougher to to break down, or some, you know, something was happening, but you know, maybe not. And there's a lot. I've heard a lot of people saying the same thing as as you that there's kind of Arsenal were in a bit of a false position, and their performances perhaps didn't warrant. The wins that they'd got, and that something was coming.
3: Yeah, and the issue is now we got. I think we got Palace at home next. I should probably just check that. Um, And you know what, Crystal Palace are like away from home; (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) they tend to do quite well against the big teams. So here we got there. Yeah, Palace at home on Sunday. so that's definitely not an easy game, and oh, another stat I saw was uh, in comparable fixtures with last season, um, Arsenal are I think it's nine points worse off. Right so in, in the other fixtures last season, yeah, we were nine points better off. So it's you know it's definitely not we're definitely in a false position at the moment. Yeah and um a lot of people are saying because uh the only you, you know the uh, all like the executive board and what have you they, they've all changed recently uh as part of Wenger leaving was the the structure of the club changed and uh they seem to have become a lot more decisive um, so a lot of people are wondering if you know it's you know this isn't going unnoticed um and Edgy was at the match. Uh he's the kind of a technical director, sporting director, I think. And um he was at the match um on Monday and he stayed behind afterwards and he was talking to all the fans. So he almost certainly knows what the fans all think of uh, Emery at the moment. So a lot of people are wondering if uh they might bring the axe sooner rather than later, which would be quite wow. interesting. But uh, are there
0: any are there any contenders out there for the management?
3: Yeah, there's well, a lot of people are saying Freddie Lindbergh, uh He used to play for Arsenal, um, ex-Calvin Klein model, uh, <laughs> and um, there's there's plenty about. There's Allegri is without a job at the moment. Rafa Benitez, or take him probably at this stage. He's in there, uh, China, and yeah, there's plenty of uh, plenty of options out there. Brendan Rodgers, I want Brendan Rodgers to be honest. I mean,
1: you will assume right at right this moment, Brendan Rodgers is probably eyeing up that Champions League spot for Leicester. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, he's always happy to come into a, a top club and doesn't sure. have a job. Jose Mourinho, he's
3: <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's waiting. I'd have to draw the line there, I'm afraid. <laughs> um yeah, rather pitting the call to Joe Royal, I think, than that one, but <laughs> those words might come back to bite me. But... Can't
1: wait. Can't wait oh. to see Mourinho winning an FA Cup maybe next year with <laughs> Arsenal.
0: Oh, we'll watch this space, I think.
3: Yeah Yeah, I think so. Sorry, that went on a bit longer than <laughs> normal.
0: So quite emotional for, for everyone. Um oh. Oh, so is anyone, which teams at the moment um, are doing quite well?
1: I mean, it's still really, it's like Liverpool and Man City. And arguably Man City aren't doing well because they're not top of the league, which is where they yeah. expect to be. No Leicester one, are doing
3: very well, like we yeah, was, yeah no. mentioned.
1: Crystal, and Crystal Palace, as we, yeah. we all said. So that's, that's one of your teams, Dave.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. I must confess, I haven't been following them as religiously as I used to.
1: More of a Burnley man now. Who I think also are having quite a good season.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> how, 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 how are Brighton and how are Albion doing? That's the other team. i uh, was <laughs> very pleased to see they beat Tottenham uh, 3-0 um, quite recently. A couple of weekends ago. That was a, a nice thing to see. That's alright. Um, That's good. Um... And
0: Woking, how are they doing? <laughs> I do not know. I'm not, I'm not, I'll be
1: honest, I have not kept up with Woking since we saw them last year.
0: To be honest, oh. I've, not been keep, I've not kept up with how many teams I'm supporting. <laughs> it's hard. And speaking of which, speaking of um, keeping me up to date, I checked my fantasy football uh, thing today. And oh, I've yes. got 404 points. Yes. The only thing is, I'm fourth in the league and flying. It has got 500 points, so I'm, I'm only 96 points below the top.
1: <laughs> I mean, you've got, you've got time to turn it around, Dave. Don't worry. It's a long yeah, season, need, Dave.
0: I just need to keep checking. Um, I forget to check, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure it'll iron itself out in the wash.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it evens itself out over the course of the season. So I was chatting to uh, my wife's cousin, who works in as an architect uh, on uh, football stadiums, and wow. he recently—he's uh, quite interesting. Uh, recently, toured Man City Stadium, uh, where he took in on on the tour in the press room. They have this amazing, uh, like augmented reality thing where you can sit in the on the press box. And on the video, Pep Guardiola comes and sits next to you and has a chat with you. <laughs> and what? So, he, so he's got this great photo where he looks like he's just met Pep Guardiola, but he's obviously just like sort of green screened in. And they give what? you a they give you a script of what Pep's gonna say, so you can reply and chat to Pep, and then someone can get a video <laughs> of it. And it's like you've had a chat with the manager. Wow. <laughs> that
3: is so good.
1: I think it sounds great. And the photo, fo- I mean the photo is really good, but uh yeah, it sounds just sounds like a really fun day out. Like I'm gonna have a, i want to have ai want to play with the virtual pet. Yeah, so that that's all it is really. I just thought I didn't, I had not seen that before, and uh, looked wicked.
0: Oh, that's cool, man. We we'll have to do it. We'll have yeah. to, uh, let's get you uh, up there, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Um, do all the big, the, the big teams must do similar things like that. Uh, obviously, not chatting to the manager. Um, the virtual reality thing but there must be similar cool things like arsenal they're, they're, you can do a tour of the tour of the place presumably
3: yeah you can I'd, I'd really like to do that actually I haven't I've haven't done the arsenal tour but um yeah I'm sh- I'm sure they 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 do bits and bobs like that you, yeah. I did the new camp tour and you could go um and stand at the, the side of the pitch next to uh big carl cutouts of their star players at the time Wow. Um, Pretty cool. It's Obviously good. not as high tech as,
1: uh... <laughs> you know, it's the same, very much the same idea. Yeah. It's fine. Get the photo right and it'll look the same. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> as long as it's not side on, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I've, I've got a, a little update. Um, One oh. of my tasks from a while ago. So, Flan, you sent me a, a, a book about um Bert Troutman.
3: Oh, so, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and
0: I've started reading it. It's really interesting. Um, so this is, I think, one of my challenges was to read um, a football biography or two. So Flann kindly sent me um, a biography of a of a of a chap who ultimately became one of Man City's best goalies, um, called Bert Troutman. And he, I've only read the introduction, but um, it just sounds like he's had such a fascinating, amazing life. He was a, um, he was born in Germany. In the twenties became a member of the Hitler youth and um, fought that was a uh, he fought during the second world war was a was taken to England as a prisoner of war um, and then he started playing football when he came to england and um he eventually became uh, one of man city's best goalies I think ending his career in nineteen sixty um, at the age of forty forty nine i think and it 's just uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to getting into it.
3: It's such a, it's, yeah, really interesting. <coughs> I think um, yeah, it's they a, might make you, a movie out of that one day because it's, it's so interesting. He actually yeah. played in the FA Cup final and um, uh, broke his neck during the final and carried on playing. Yeah, I mean, that's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, so it's crazy. How, yeah. You'll, you'll enjoy absolutely. that, I think, Dave. It's a good book, that one.
0: Yeah, that, that's
3: fantastic,
0: yeah. and um, yeah, no, no. So thanks for thanks for sending it on. Oh, I'm
3: right. not so like hard as the Peter Crouch one would have been, but
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still need to to find that, but it's taken me this long to start reading the Troutman. So I just need to to just get on it. Time yeah, is, I mean, no, is a not just commodity
1: nowadays. Not to be a, a stickler for uh, your achievements and your homework day, but what's your actual page count on the uh, Bert Troutman <laughs> biography? Uh, it's about four pages. Four pages in. All right, all right, good, good. <laughs> we'll see uh, how, how many pages total do you think that is? What, what sorry, what do you mean? How, how many pages, how thick is the book? How many pages? it's oh, okay.
0: Probably a um, couple of hundred pages.
1: All right, all right. So you may be <laughs> yeah. two percent. 2% of the way through. Good, good. Yeah. All right. Well, that means it may be three or four seasons. Uh, <laughs> you might be able to move on to Crouchy's book.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, I'll keep you updated in that regard. And, and likewise, actually, I haven't watched any more James Bond films. <laughs> 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 just, they're so long and time is it's so... Um, Scarce at the moment with um with a little toddler, uh, but yeah, I, I will yeah endeavor. The next one is Goldfinger, I think. So um,
1: yeah, I think that probably so, brings us uh, to the end of the podcast for this week, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, so. As plan have you got any any more little nuggets of wisdom or any other
3: business? No, I don't think so.
1: Just time to uh, name this week's podcast. So uh, any ideas?
3: Um, pain in the neck.
1: Uh, well, uh, so like something about like Judge Dave. Judge Dave. <laughs> um,
0: <clears throat> beyond reasonable doubt.
1: Beyond reasonable doubt.
3: <laughs> not beyond reasonable doubt.
1: <laughs> I'm. You know what? I'm more inclined by not not beyond reasonable doubt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right let's
0: well,
3: that,
1: do that. that works for me. So yeah, if you uh if you want to talk to us about this podcast on uh, social media, use the hashtag not beyond reasonable doubt, <laughs> which uh describes <laughs> how we feel about Dave's mysterious missing homework. <laughs> that we'll... So yeah, if you're on Twitter, that's uh at Offside Traps. And uh yeah, you can find the podcast on, uh, on all your podcast places, Apple Podcasts, Spotify.
0: Shout outs to our, um, our foreign listeners.
1: Quick shout out to, uh, to all our regular listeners, uh, especially this week, our, our two listeners in Grandtown on Spey, which we still don't know why we've, got, why we've become popular up there in, in the highlands of Scotland, but <laughs> we're, we're really glad to have you. So uh, tweet us and let you know how you got into the podcast. Uh, on that yeah. note, I think we'll say goodbye. Should we say goodbye? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think so
1: guys all right bye bye guys bye. Bye. bye bye thanks for listening bye
3: bye <laughs> uh, oh
1: hello <laughs> 34 i'll edit that